0: High and low, hot and cold I looked everywhere for what I need But now I know Now I know I'm going back
1: Welcome. I'm your host, Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. Welcome to SOS, Soulfully Observant Sage. And today I have the beautiful Julie Martin joining me. I am your host, Jennifer Elizabeth Masters. And if you are looking for happiness, great success, manifestation, and great joy, you are in the right place. And a little bit about Julie Martin In 2003, uh, (laughs) Julie's 15-year marriage was blown apart when she discovered that her husband had had an affair and cheated on a singles cruise. It's got to (laughs) make you wonder if you do want to go on those cruises. Um, Her husband cheated on a singles cruise, and in one moment, her life changed forever. She felt like a discarded piece of trash thrown out the car window, I can imagine. Mm. The pivotal moment came when Julie got herself up and put her life back together piece by emotional piece and created an extremely positive and professional successful career and life. Julie dedicated her life to create a healthy relationship with her ex-husband the father of her two children. And this relationship is so healthy that they celebrate holidays together, birthdays, weddings, and grandchildren without any kind of animosity. And Julie helps other women celebrate life and divorce
0: in beautiful ways. Julie, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. I Reading that little excerpt just re-brought tears to my eyes of the journey, but understanding that there are so many women out there that have stories beyond what happened to me and their hearts are just aching. And that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart because there's a wonderful transition to be made out there. And uh, I hope they're listening today. Well, I-, I can speak from my
1: own personal experience, having had four, count them, and that four divorces. And I will tell you that I experienced tremendous anguish and control for, in one case, 10 years, up to 10 years after the divorce was over. So I could have used you back. then, (laughs) Julie, what makes you Julie? So tell us a little bit about who you are.
0: Well, quick little cliff notes of who I am. I have had the beautiful experience in life of living in a variety of states around the United States, traveling abroad. Uh, All these experiences have really helped to form who I am. And the main thing about me is there's always options, adaptability, options, is my core belief. And so that is how I have uh, rebuilt careers, moved to multiple locations without knowing anybody, restarting a family life over and over and over again. It has made me the strong, empowered woman that I am today. So uh, life's experiences has absolutely blessed me with growth, extreme growth.
1: And made you very resilient in the process, right?
0: Absolutely. Resiliency. And um, I don't just want to be callous and say bouncing back because it's not as easy, but being resilient and being uh, or having the understanding that you are strong from the inside out. Each wonderful person on this earth is unique in who they are, their personalities, what they offer, but being unique and authentic to who they am is so essential, so essential. So
1: what led you to become a coach and an expert coach? And as a matter of fact, what led you there? Well,
0: just with the intro, my experience, (laughs) that is like the the hard knock road of uh, here's your wall and here's your growth. I am actually a, a therapist and a detoxification specialist. My connection with the body, mind, and the spirit, coupled with my experience, made me extremely consciously aware that I needed to help women. And what was happening, what I found out for the past couple of years is I was coaching women based on my experience to get them through their journey, hold their hand and get them on their way to their new life, strong and resilient and empowered. And I just sat back and went, wow, I've been a coach for a very, very long time. But coaching women with the painful experience of divorce, especially a narcissistic ex-husband, I call them husbands because they he was my husband. So husband is just more of a, just kind of like a, a carefree term that I like to use. Because sometimes the word X just sounds like you're hacking up a, a hairball, you know? <laughs> so I, 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 love, I love helping people. I love getting results. And I love it when my ladies look at me and go, oh, I, I didn't think of it that way. And they truly have their aha moments for them.
1: So I can think of someone, um, she's, she's been a, like a, I don't want to call it a follower, but she's you know, read my posts and commented on things. And, and I think it's been now three or four years since the divorce. And, and today she still talks about it as if it was just yesterday that it happened. And I think that if women could find you right when they're going through the divorce, it will help to speed the process so they're not suffering for years and years. How
0: can you see that benefiting women? Well, first off, when something happens so dramatic as finding out about an affair and the marriage is ending, your life is turned on a dime instantaneously. And you feel like you're in a tailspin emotionally, physically, everything just completely out of control. And one thing that I like to talk to my ladies about is, or explain to people when they're like, I I don't understand how divorce could affect you so much. And what I tell them is divorce is like going to bed with your best friend one night. And the next morning you wake up with an enemy. And I don't mean enemy as far as somebody who is, um, you know, you're going to literally fight against, but somebody who knows your playbook. They've been in your life for a great amount of time, deep things about you, your feelings, your emotions, how you tick, everything. And now they've got your playbook. I mean, it's like even like with sports. I mean, what is if... their Your intimate playbook. Absolutely. Your intimate playbook and your anger playbook, your sadness playbook, your I can control you playbook. I know what to say to have this response with you, meaning you know the, the the woman. So, speaking to women as this is happening gets them when they are extremely raw, but they are at that moment where it has to change. They 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 are not creating new techniques. And I'll just say it like I'm sure. Do you you ski? You snow ski, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I prefer to be closer to the ground. I would say I toboggan these days. I don't snow skis, but
0: I, I have been on skis. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's, it's kind of like, with, with say, any sport. If, if you learn the I don't want, wrong technique mm-hmm. and you do it over and over and over again, you are going to continually stay at a lower level of performance or you're going to be doing it wrong. It's, it might be working, but it's not to your full benefit. So with speaking to me, right when it happens, we are putting on the training wheels. We are getting our ladies working and on themselves, doing some deep inner work and getting them the tools for them to go forward into the life that they want to create for themselves. Because it's, it's a new life. The, the videotape of the marriage life has ended. And we, and like you were speaking about your, your, your follower, a lot of women play the tape over and over and over and over and over again. And it's kind of like that reel, the eight millimeter that just goes, it's, it's, it's not working. It's it's not working. And so I I want
1: to speak to this too right now, because, you know, the reason we come to a place of divorce is probably because we didn't know the best way to communicate anyway. Right. And, and, you know, we could, we could have recovered, <clears throat> excuse me, if we knew how, mm-hmm. but we didn't know how. And so now we're going through a divorce. I found that divorce was a way to jet propel me into a, a greater version of myself in every single sense it did. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to look at this as, okay, this is a way for for you to propel your growth and, and use it for your best,
0: your mm-hmm. highest. Yes. Absolutely. And the growth capability is exponential. It is. I, I love a phrase by Carl Jung, and I'm going to rephrase it just for women. But she who looks outside dreams, she who looks inside transforms. And that's what it's all about. Um, and even though we're working on things with a husband, the communication skills and the inner growth, understanding who they are individually, benefits everything. It benefits their connection with their husband. It benefits the way if they do have children, it's incredible, it, it really is. Because those little babies, the, the kids are the ones that, that that's kind of like for another another day. But the kids see the transformation, The your career, And your friends, your family, it's, it, when you are changing yourself inside, it just exudes and benefits everything. I would agree
1: with that. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
1: I've, I know we're going to get into some magnificent hacks that you have. Um, I, I have a question from a a client. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm going to, if I can, I'm going to pull it up and I will say her ex, um, I won't tell you who it is, but her ex is a narcissist. And okay, so the first one is, how do you get over the heartbreak of the divorce when it's something you never imagined happening to your life or anything you ever wanted? So she did not want, she didn't want the marriage to end. And, and, and in a lot of cases, that, that's, his, that's what happens, right? We, we don't want
0: the divorce, but here we are. It is it is and and that 's exactly the emotion that I went through because you 're just blown away at the get go uh, what I would say to her, and i don 't mean to sound contrite or easy because it is a it's it can be painful because we are turning it inward towards us now, when I work with clients such as your your friend that wrote that in. I start off with teaching them the skills to work in reality because our minds like to play conversations, experience uh, bad, good over and over and over again. So I really work with my clients to bring it back to awareness, bring it back to awareness where they are at that moment. Get them into a, a knowledge of conscious thinking, living. So when they're thinking about, say, the husband and they're like, oh, but I didn't want it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Their triggers, I train them to tr- bring themselves back into, okay, that was then. We can't do anything about the past. And that is really a large hurdle for all of us because we want to go back to the past. But the past is past it's already happened and as it says we cannot predict the future we can only live in the present so working on helping them with their personal skills to get them back to present conscious thinking present awareness that could be having breathing skills if they're getting in their little emotional loop of um, thinking about the past noticing in this We'll get to it later, but being aware of how their body is feeling, and then go into their deep breathing, their acknowledgement of what is true, what is not true. Because sometimes we we play conversations in our head. We can have a conversation with another person, yeah, and they're not even there. <laughs> and so it it really is, you know, Jennifer. It is just having the tools, and the more you use a tool the more you have the effect and the benefits of the tool, the more you pull it up and rely on that tool. Um, So that would be the first thing. And also I I will say, my ladies, just letting them know that they're not alone. Because when you go through this, you just feel like you are the only one on the planet that this is going on. And, quite frankly, unfortunately, in society, divorce is like, oh, okay, well, whatever. So you got divorced. No big deal. You know, people blow off other people's emotions when they're going through divorce. And they really need someone to say, hey, I've been there. I feel your pain. Let's gather you up. Let's get you moving forward. Well, isn't it the case that you often feel like a pariah
1: that Nobody wants to be around you because you know you're going through this emotional state. It's kind of like um I, I listened to somebody who did it, they were just at a funeral today, and how blasé people are becoming about everything. And the the casket wasn't even in the ground, and the people were just gone, on with their lives, on to the next. And we have become a, a society of. Um, we, we cast things off so quickly with, uh, without much thought these days. And so, um, I, I'd like to think that there's somebody and you being that person
0: for, for women. uh, Well, you 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 know, there's, there's two things to that because number one, um, other people's response most often when we're talking with divorce and, and even in death, well, a divorce is a death. It Uh, They're uh, detaching so quickly. A lot of times can be because it makes them uncomfortable. Uh, Are you talking about the feeling itself? The feeling? Yeah. Right. For instance, um, I, when I was in my marriage, um, we had some dear friends and they were just aghast. They're like, Oh my gosh, if it could happen to them, that could happen to us. So a lot of couple friends detach themselves Mm -hmm. and things like that for their own protection. Um, but also it's divorce has become just blase. Like you said, Okay. Another person's getting divorced on next. Yeah. And when you go through divorce, you do have friends there that they are trying there to be supportive of you. Therapists are there to work with you and nothing against friends, family, or therapists. But after a while, friends start to kind of go, Hey girl, I'm over your divorce. Could you just get over your divorce? Um, and you do feel like the pariah around other friends. And when you mm-hmm. meet new people, I mean, with me in particular, being a single woman, I would meet new friends and they'd introduce me to their husbands. And then all of a sudden they'd go away. They they wanted nothing to do with a single woman. It was, it was, it was the pariah, that word fits. Well, it. I, I've experienced it multiple times. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So um, there's one more question, and then, then I want to get into your hacks, okay? Because I, I th- those, are the, those are the things I really want to be able to um, dig deep into. Okay. How do you keep emotional distance and protect your energy, spirit, and, and mind when you have to be in contact or in communication, especially when there are kids in a custody?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, when we talk about our hacks, one of those would associate to it. Uh, it depends on, okay, in talking to the audience here, we have some that are more into light energy and some that might be new to light energy or uh, protection of, um, of a spiritual sense, so to speak. So with my, my clients that would be more into knowing how to protect themselves spiritually, uh, I will take them through a protocol of um, spiritual protection, um, if somebody is not quite open to that, then I really work on their mindset going into it. It's all about preparation. So if we know that we're going to be having the children, it's a custody and we are, um, you know, the children are going to the, to the husband now it's being prepared almost like a script and assuring the woman, they go through their own preparation, like I am loved, I am worthy, I am valuable, I love me, and they coach themselves prior to this experience and then also don't buy into the um, emotional pushing of the buttons that the husband might do. Keeping it quick, keeping it clear, and keeping it concise um, are essential. But all of these things, they are personal to the situation. So I work with my clients to, based on their situation, what's going on, because we can't change our husband. No, we can't. We, we can't change our husband. We can't change anybody else's behavior, but our own. And so that is the huge key, is I help them turn their behavior around towards themselves and prepare for that situation. And the more you prepare, the more that you have these situations, pretty soon it's just like secondhand Behavior right. on your part, because you you know for the most part what you can expect from the interaction right? exactly. And so with understanding, like if I with a, say I'm with Susie Q, one of my clients, and she's saying, okay, well my husband has you know he's a narcissist, he um, has this type of a career. Uh, this this you know, she just gives me some parameters, and then together we work and define a personal protection plan. For her, that sounds good. Yeah. So, so tell me, what are these
1: hacks? And um, before we do that, let's tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you.
0: Okay. Well, I do have, um, I have a website. It's juliemartinessentials.com. And that has a lot of information and um, some links to some programs that I do offer. Right now, I am really excited that I have another website for them to go to. It's called juliesgifttoyou.com really simple juliesgifttoyou.com and what i offer you is a free 15-minute strategy call just to give you one big tip that can help you in your situation that you're in right now what's going on so that is really exciting and i love it because we're we're in a fast-paced society uh women want to talk to me i want to talk to them but i really want to make it quick get them their one quick tip and answer any other questions that they might have, but that's juliesgifttoyou.com. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are the hacks that people can use?
0: Well, the the, the hacks, because it is all about stopping the, um, breaking the control and breaking yourself free of the control. But but your narcissist, huh? when, When, okay,
1: so when that starts to happen, What's going on in the woman's, because we're talking about men and women, right? What's going on in the energy field of the woman when
0: she's losing control? Oh, golly. Have you ever spun an egg on a table? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like an egg spinning on a table. Um, When a woman's energy has been completely disrupted, it is, um, it's like a plate of spaghetti that you just drop a meatball in and everything just... Flies everywhere. Um, emotionally, women and men are wired differently. The women, the way that we're wired energetically, is oh my gosh, it affects everything. It affects the kids. It affects the school. It affects the job. It affects oh my gosh, the family barbecue that's coming up in two weeks. It affects us, It their whole world is now spinning. It causes anxiety. It can cause depression. It can cause Anger, extreme anger, it can cause hopelessness, uncertainty, all of these emotions just like the egg on the table, just wobbling around. And we're trying to stop the wobble, (laughs) just stop, stop the wobble and get them back, get them back using tools. These are life skills. They affect your husband, they affect your divorce, they affect your family, they affect your career, they affect you as a beautiful person that you are in everything you do in daily life okay yeah yeah now we're ready we are ready okay so let's see we we have hack number one um, hack up, let me see look here um, with the hacks let's see it's like how to stop your husband from having you um, Well, when he's calling all the time. So how do you stop your narcissistic husband or just a husband from calling or texting you incessantly? Okay. We already determined we cannot control what other people do, but what we are working on is to slowly retrain the husband on how we do things now because we're not a couple anymore. Yep. And that's the first thing is identifying (laughs) that your role has changed. Yes. You are no longer the wife. You are a single woman. And when roles change, we need to help other people gently and retraining them on how we operate now. Okay. So what you would do in that situation, simple and easy. You have your phone, the phone's ringing. You look, you see it's the husband, put the phone down. You don't have to answer the phone just because he called. You don't have to answer a text just because he texted you. And that is something that is slowly breaking the husband from that control of, if I call, she will answer. If I text, she will respond. It's a new girl in town. And so it's pulling it back and not responding when they want you to now if you have children and they're trying to get a hold of you for an emergency reason that kind of leads into one of my other hacks and we'll get into that but for the most part energetics okay let's just speak energetically speaking when an energy is pulling away from another energy the <laughs> energy that is being pulled away from senses it yes and feels it and there could be chances that when the the woman is going through these this retraining the husband kind of peaks more because they're feeling the energy being um cut off so that's something that i do you know privately speak with my clients again about depending on their their levels of uh you know their energy and their their everything that have all their beliefs yeah Absolutely.
1: So initially, what happens like because we're magnets, right? Yeah. So when you start to pull away, the other tries to go after you, right? Absolutely. So, so there may be more
0: texts or more phone calls initially. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And just a little side story. I love to tell side story based on my experience, because women identify and they're going, oh, my gosh, I felt the same thing. I was conversing with my husband. We weren't even divorced yet. and It was about some financial decision that, that was my decision to make. And he just kept on saying, well, da, 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 da. and he said, well, you know, cause you're my wife. And I immediately said, I'm not your wife. We stopped being husband and wife. The minute the marriage was dissolved or separated the minute we went on this pathway and we separated. So he, he actually in his own mind was thinking that, well, you're still my wife. Just because the ink isn't, you know, dry and all that. He was, and a lot of men do that. And and I'm not here to mail bash. I I just want you to know, I'm not here to mail bash. But in this situation, he he just thought, well, you're my wife. I still have the same expectations. I still have the same everything with you because you're my wife. And I'm like, "Mm, no,
1: you're not. Well, you know, I I, I want to use that as a caveat for, you know, there may be other people listening that that aren't going through divorce Mm -hmm. where they can utilize this lesson with their children because as our children mature into adulthood, right? We can't parent them in the same way. Mm -hmm. We have to change our behavior. So changing our behavior will net uh, change for everyone so um, we can use that for a lot of different uh, a
0: lot of different scenarios uh, absolutely and that's why I was saying earlier it's like all of these skills and tools are all for it's self-empowerment and self-realization and self-development and they are used everywhere. And then everybody starts seeing them. my kids. Now that they're grown children, grown adults, uh, you know, they look at me differently. They they honestly do. And quite frankly, I look at old photographs of myself. And I almost don't recognize me. It's really it's really fascinating in a good way. When in you
1: start way. when you start to let go, you, you soften.
0: Do. And, you do. and I love that process of softening. I think Absolute, you. Absolutely. You do. You, and I love that word, Jennifer, you soften, you soften and you just like a soft chair, you just start easing into accepting you and your own comfortable person who you are, your, your own comfortable, authentic self. Yeah, I, I just want to comment too about marriage and
1: divorce and, and relationships in general, you know, not all relationships are meant to go the distance 60 years, you know, some may, may last like (laughs) my last one lasted a year because he was in the closet gay. And so, (laughs) you know, not all relationships are going to be 60 years long. And every relationship we has, have teaches us more about ourselves. And so Mm -hmm. if we can look at it from a positive aspect and know that we're going to become a a better version of ourselves in the process.
0: Absolutely, and you know, the term that we have contracts with people, we have energetic binds with people, connections, and sometimes they last a minute, sometimes they last 10 years, sometimes they last 50 years. And it's identifying that when the connection is done and the relationship is done, it is more painful to hold on to the dissolved relationship than mm-hmm. to just let it go and we actually work on letting go in one of my programs so i it's, like that That's yes powerful it's it's powerful it is powerful so you want to go on to number two
1: yeah number two mm-hmm.
0: well number two is how to stop your husband from expecting a response right away we're not talking with phone or with text, or like an answer, for instance. Wasman um, calls and says, well, da, 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 I need to know this right now. And it really catches you off guard. What my tip is, it's five simple words. I am not available now. Simply said, doesn't need to be mean. Doesn't need to be harsh. Just, well, let's make it six words. Hey, I'm not available right now. And then just following up with, I heard what you said, let me think about it, and I will get back to you by the end of today. Now, the keys with that, especially working with a narcissistic person, Um, we'll talk about the personality traits of a narcissistic person, but with having this simple conversation, you have identified it and said, you kept it simple, I am not available now, stop sign, Let me think about it. You're taking back your control of putting the ball in your court for whatever words you want to use. Then you're also setting a deadline. I will get back to you by the end of today. And if it's not the end of today, by tomorrow. But setting a clear time, number one, sets it for you, the woman, so that you can hold yourself accountable and not hide under a rock, you know, avoid all those things, but you learn to face things head on. And then you've also diffused it with your husband because you've given him a timeline and you said, look, this is when I will call you back. This is when I will text you back. This is when I will give you my response. Again, it is retraining the husband for the new role that you are now in. So that is, it's, it's huge because so many times a husband might say something and want an answer. And then you, then you get into an argument and then you're enraged and you have an appointment that you're supposed to be going to that now you're late to. And then it just snowballs your emotions. So by stopping it right at the beginning, even if you have an answer, I, I tell my clients, even if you might have a response right away, just use this technique to hold them so that they know, hold them in a space so that they know you will think about it and you will get back to them. So so this is going to take some practice for the divorced woman, right? Yes. This this is practice. And again, whenever you do this practice practice practice, every once a while you slide and you catch yourself at the bottom of the hill going, "Whoa, wait. Okay. I need to do this next time." It's all about self-awareness, recorrect, redirect, don't beat yourself up. There's no judgment. I tell people, don't beat yourself up. There's millions of people that want to beat people up. Don't beat yourself up. You are your best ally. You are your best ally. So yes, no, it, it, these are things, I mean, I, I've been going through this for a while, but that's why I find it so important to teach my clients these valuable skills.
1: It's funny because preparing for this show today, Mm -hmm. um, I I always get channeled guidance when I'm in the bathroom in the mirror, (laughs) and I was brought back to a memory when my boys were young, and now they're, you know, (laughs) middle-aged almost, um, where their dad would call me and want to buy a ticket for them to come out for Christmas or spring break or whatever, and I was supposed to give him an answer immediately. I need to know right now. And so that happens. And I, I didn't have the skill set to be able to, but it threw me off balance.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and then when you're thrown off balance, you, it just catapults you into all these other emotions. And then, oh, it's, it's just, it's, it's a That's snowball. Right. Then you get angry. And and who are you angry with?
1: Are you angry with yourself? Are you angry with them? <laughs> so that's a really good one. Can you repeat it, please?
0: The the five words. Yes. I am not available now. And like I said, with grace. That could work with a friend too, right? Because friends call, right? Or right? our kids. Any relationship. I like any it. relationship this can work with any relationship it can work with a a co-worker on the phone it could work with a telemarketer it could work anywhere and saying just with peace and grace i'm not available right now it's just a fact i love it all right what's hack number three well number three is okay when we talk about having the playbook earlier how to stop your husband from pushing your buttons. Oh, I wanna hear hear this one. Okay, (laughs) well, again, it's about self-empowerment. And what we do is, just like we were saying, when your husband was all demanding an answer regarding the plane ticket, you had physical signs, didn't you, in your body? Okay, the physical signs, you had emotional signs, you had agitation, shoulders might've creeped up, heart starts pounding.
1: Yeah. I was
0: afraid. Yes. Yes. So the number one, these are three steps. It's the ABCs. A is be, being aware. The minute that your body changes, you, you feel the shoulders, the angst, the heart, everything. Number one, you're aware. Number two, breathe. So now that you're aware, take some deep breaths. Take a couple clearing, really deep breaths, oxygen, oxygenate your body and your mind. And then C is compose yourself. Okay. Now, in this situation, say with the plane tickets and everything, it would be his personality of wanting an answer right away was something that you dealt with in your marriage. And in your marriage, that always pushed a button and that always created your response, your anxiety, your hurt, your this, your breathing, your that. So understanding your response to their button pushing and identifying that it is a button pushing because you need to learn these things and file them away. It will help in the future. You learn that, okay, this is the situation This is what happens. This is how it affects me. Okay. Become aware, breathe and compose. It's really simple. It really is. But you do it over and over again. Relying upon it is so essential.
1: You know, I'm, I'm thinking Julie that, you know, there are men out there that are, are, you know, have their buttons pushed by their ex-wives too,
0: right? So these things could work for men as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Men and women, this could absolutely work because again, this is, though it's working with an ex or a husband or an ex-wife, this is also, it's, it's a life skill. Everything we're talking about, it is getting you through the pain and the turmoil and the tailspin of a divorce. But on the other end, it is preparing you so greatly for all experiences, all relationships, all interactions. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, so, so let's talk about, uh, and thank you for those hacks because I love them. Let's talk about the results that you've experienced when you shifted the way you interacted with your ex, mm-hmm. how, how did that change your relationship with your kids? And how did that change your relationship with your now ex-husband?
0: It was, it was huge. I had been doing the work for um, really, really deep work because when I went through this, I knew that there was a plan. I knew that I was on a journey. And that I would get through this, but I needed to work on myself, okay? I knew that it was on me. And a lot of, a lot of clients don't realize at first how powerful they are inside. But what it did, I had a pivotal moment when, um, with doing the work, my husband had called me and said, um, his mom had breast cancer and they were going to get together for an early Thanksgiving and would I like to go? And at that moment, again, becoming aware, breathing, and, and composing my thoughts, with not an ounce of angst, I calmly replied, and I get, oh, I get chills right now, I said, I would love to, because what I did, that was a pivotal moment towards even greater healing, because I knew that I was strong, I knew I was empowered, and I knew that I could do this. I walked in there on Thanksgiving, I had a nice bottle of wine, I brought a couple of desserts that my sons loved. And I walked in with grace, holding my head up high because I did nothing wrong to lose my husband. That's one thing we really work on with my clients. But I walked in just with grace and said, thank you for inviting me into your home. And that moment, every moment is a growth moment. Every moment is a growth moment. And when you feel fearful or afraid, that is the perfect moment to push through because that is the signal to you that on the other side, there's a beautiful experience and a beautiful lesson to learn. It's, it, 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 I have friends that looked at me and they said, what are you doing, Julie? And I said, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for me. So like you asked about my sons, they were kind of cute because when we were sitting there at Thanksgiving, they kept on eyeing me. Now, get get this. It was my two sons, their girlfriends, their girlfriends' families, my husband, his wife, um, my ex-mother-in-law, and we're all sitting there at the table. And, oh, the eyes were just looking. But to tell you the truth, they, afterward, they said, Mom, we, we, we didn't know what was going to happen. And I said, well, you know what? It was so good. I said, I'm having your father and his wife over for Christmas Eve at my house. And they're like, oh, they they were a little nervous because there there was pain. I'm human. There was pain when the divorce happened. But the children, when I work with my clients, I, I really let them know lovingly, your children Are not the reason for your divorce. Your children are not the pawns in your divorce, right? Children grow up. And as a woman, as a divorcee, a dignified divorcee, you need to make the choice. Do you want to hold your head up high and be included? Or do you want to be the bitter bitch? I'll just use that. The bitter bitch that the kids say, oh, can't have mom over. Oh, can't have dad over. Then you go into when your children have children. Now the grandkids are learning this ugly feeling. Oh, can't have grandpa and grandma in the same room together. Can't ha- What kind of a legacy is that to leave? Absolutely. That's horrible. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, it brings tears to my eyes and chills because it's just... So I know that was a long story but that is just how it the the growth works as we move forward move forward move forward move forward and like I said my kids look at me in such a different way they were they were they were younger they were they were 12 and 13 and now they're they're going into their 30s but it's transformed it's it, it's beautiful It's absolutely beautiful. And I want that for every divorcee that's going through this. I truly do. I I think it's a beautiful
1: thing because our kids are going to get married and, and you don't want the wedding to be an uncomfortable situation. There's going to be grandchildren and why not celebrate all these things together? And, uh, you know, that's, (laughs) that's what we've managed to do. I mean, um, Yeah. yeah. My ex and I were at my, my son's wedding, and, and now we're going to be grandparents, and, um, and we'll all celebrate together. That is, I think, the, the
0: way of the future. It, you know what? It is, it, it, to say something to that, when my grandson was born, because um, we were all down there, uh, the next day, my husband, his wife, and me went out to breakfast. And we're sitting there at breakfast and we're just laughing back and forth and, you know, bantering with each other. And the waitress came up and she's like, wow, you guys are having a good time. And she looked at it because here's one man and two women. <laughs> and she's like, oh, are, are you guys related? <laughs> and my husband, you know, kind of sits up straight. And he says, oh, well, this is my ex-wife, as he points to me, he goes, and this is my, my new wife and and the server looked at us and i said yes and our son just had our first grandbaby and we are here celebrating and the the waitress she was young and she got this sigh of relief over her face and she said oh, i do that with my baby's daddy we get together though we're not together we do this and you know what jennifer it is the new normal co-parenting we need, we could learn a lot from this, this younger generation the, their ability to co-parent and so it was just beautiful going okay you know the old dinosaurs are doing the co-parenting just like the young millennials so it was it was it was really it really nice
1: I I have a I have a a phrase that I I think I heard it from um trying to remember the guy's name, it's uh, more love, not less. So, you know, the more loving that we can be, the more compassionate, the more understanding, the more giving, the the more joy we have in our lives. And so why not? Why not love more as opposed to less?
0: Well, because what, what does anger and and I hate I hate the word hate. <laughs> it's kind of redundant. Um, what does that create? That just—it's it, such an ucky animosity. We are on this earth to love. I agree. It's all about love. It's not about ownership. And a lot of clients say, "Oh, but he's my husband, and he's this, and he's that." And I look at him gently and lovingly, and go, "He's not anything to you. He's—I mean, he's—he's a, he's a spirit. He's—he's a, he's a human with a loving spirit." That's it, you don't own him. You know, I, I have, a, I have
1: a, a segment at the end and I'm springing this on you. Uh, this oh. segment is called It's All Bullshit. And I'm gonna say that, that that's the number one thing is that we do not own, we don't own anyone. We don't own our children, we don't. So it's all bullshit that we own somebody. We are sharing this planet with others. What yeah. else have you got to say about the it's all bullshit,
0: Julie? Well, it's kind of on a funny note, but I will just say this outright. The Brady Bunch is bullshit. (laughs) I, you know what? I I know it's like on a lighthearted note, but you know what? That doesn't happen. It might happen in rare situations, but going through a divorce and moving on into another relationship, it takes work. It takes inner work. It takes soul searching. And it takes really, um, really honestly looking at yourself and and seeing uh, what part you played. And and I don't say that as a burden, but just as a, you know, we have to take ownership for the words that we speak. We have to take ownership for our responses, Uh, but that can all be changed. That can all be changed. Every moment of every day, you get a new chance to make another step to creating the authentic person that you truly are.
1: And that's a beautiful thing. Julie, it's been a joy having you here. Could you share again how people could get in touch with you?
0: I will. JulieMartinEssentials.com is my website. But my gift to you, go to the website, juliesgifttoyou.com. As I really want all the listeners that are out there, if something resonated with you or if there's somebody that you think of that this would really resonate with, please refer on those websites because I every day, somebody's heart's getting broken, and every day I want to be able to tr- you know give them the skills, help them up, support them with compassion, support, understanding, but I will say with this ultimate confidentiality, my clients and I have 100% confidentiality. So I just want to let them know guaranteed. Absolutely. Um, Also Facebook page, I've got Julie Martin Essentials is a Facebook page of mine. So if anybody wants to go on there, I put inspirations, uh, just positivity. It's all about growth and positivity. And sometimes you just might see a post that really, truly resonates with you.
1: Beautiful, Julie. Thank you so much for being here. Everyone, thank you so much for for joining us and sharing uh, the the, the recording with your friends and loved ones that could benefit. And uh, remember Julie Martin with Julie Martin's essentials.com is that correct julie martin essentials.com julie martin essentials.com thank you so much everyone have a beautiful rest of your day
0: thank you jennifer i'm going back